Welcome to Both Sides of the Bars, a <laughs> podcast about helping people on both sides of the bars. Those yeah. people serving time in a cell. And the individuals who are supporting those who are in the cells serving time. Oh, and when you're talking about those people who, um, on the outside, we're talking about who? The family members. Family, grandma. Yeah. Aunts, uncles. Wives. Yeah. Girlfriends. Even, uh, even children. Even the ch- oh man, sons yeah. and daughters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Both uh, biological and step. Everybody. Everybody. All right, <laughs> man. So, uh, Patrick, man, yesterday <laughs> we had a wonderful opportunity to visit with some women, grandmothers, mothers, wives, aunts. girlfriends, aunts, friends at the uh, Jessup. Correctional facility in Maryland. In Maryland, yeah, in Maryland. yeah, that yeah. Was, we spent probably about what two hours with them. Yeah, roughly two hours. Roughly two hours. Yeah, it was it was a phenomenal time. I mean, uh, well received. Well received. Uh, shoot, they took I don't know how many notes. It they, was it was it, it it was crazy. We we took pens and notepads, and they they kept asking for, hey, can I get another pen? Can I get another notepad? What was that he said? What was that you said? It was, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal, man. You shared some uh, unforgettable stories with them. <laughs> we both did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some golden nuggets of value yeah. that kept them writing and asking some engaged questions. Yes. Wow. So what I noticed uh, yesterday, Patrick, mm-hmm. was that you use almost like a, a Socrates method <laughs> where you continued asking intriguing questions. Well, that, that's, that's, that's why I'm known as the question man. As the question man. Yeah, throughout my entire Marine Corps career, mm-hmm. I was asked this one question. Why do you ask so many questions? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but, but I had... I had I, I had an answer for them. Mm-hmm. I told them two reasons. One, I want to know the answer to the question. Okay. But number two, I also want to know who is the guru. So that if I can't answer the question, the guru then can. at least I know who to go to. Wow. And as I kept on going in my career, mm-hmm. when I was a math sergeant, I used to get countless questions people would call and they would start it off like this they would say you don't know me but so-and-so said that if you don't know the answer you know who knows the answer okay (laughs) wow all right so that's why patrick foreman asks so many questions and is known as the uh the question man so you know today we're going to talk to our audience out there about some of those probing questions yeah. that you asked the ladies yesterday when we were at Jessup Correctional Facility. But before we go into those value-added questions mm-hmm. and begin to discuss the answers behind those questions, um, this morning, you know, <laughs> on my way over here, Patrick, I had the opportunity to listen to uh, some of your new gospel album, Patrick Foreman and Family. <laughs> um, and I hope the audience get a, gets a chance to listen to it too, man. Can you tell us a little bit about the album? Well, it, it, it's truly a blessing, to be honest. Uh, it was time uh, that it's a gospel album 
And it goes into something that I spoke with the women about yesterday, talking about um, making a different you. Mm. Uh, there comes a time in your life when you actually analyze everything and you have to uh, say to yourself, okay, am I actually living up to my fullest potential? And if, you're, if, you, if the answer to that is no, then you have to say, okay, what is it that I need to do to make a different me so that I can make a difference in other people? Wow. So that's where the project really birthed from. God gave me all the songs and the lyrics, and I had been putting it off, putting it off, and he said it was, it was time, man. It was time. I finally was obedient and went on and did it, and You'll, you'll see that um, it was truly a blessing. Each song on there would bless you. Okay. Uh, and also, uh, you'll find that if you just step out, your destiny is already laid out for you. All you have to do is just walk the path. And everything, all the provisions have already been made. But you have to come to that decision okay. to actually walk, to do it. Whoa. And then you will find the different you come alive and then you will see the difference that you make in, in countless people, you know, afterwards. Okay. So that, that's, that's the beauty about it. But that, that's, you know, that's a lot of it, you know, came from also you, you know, my mentor right here, <laughs> Luke Wright, All you right. know, <laughs> you know, reading your book, you know, the right thought, the right thought. Right thought. So, so if you haven't read the book, the right thought, you, you, you really are missing out on a treat because it all begins, you know, with thought, everything. But what kind of thought are you having? What kind of thought is actually, you know, directing your, your path? So you guys start with the right thought. So if you haven't read that book, you get you need to you need to get you gotta it. You got to get it. The right thought is available on Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. Either a hard uh, paper copy or electronic copy. Yeah. Either or. Get it today. Invest in yourself. Get the right thought. That's the W R I G H T thought. So yeah. so oh, 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 real quick, you know. Okay. So so get his stuff on uh, Amazon. And uh, you can get, you know, the songs on uh, anything, Amazon, Spotify, however you get it, be blessed. Or look me up on uh, Returning Citizens, uh, uh, ReturningCitizensMagazine.com. Don't give it too much now. Don't give it too much. Too much. We, we're going to get to Returning Citizens. But, you know, as I was coming over, because, hey, this is this is real life. We, we are here in your home, Patrick. Recording this podcast, we're not in a fancy studio. Nah. You know, we're just two retired Marines. Yeah, regular people. Regular people adding value to each other. And as I was coming over today, I was listening to your album. And there is a song on there that <laughs> actually comes up in one of the questions that we're discussing today. The uh, track is called, I'm Calling On You. Yeah. But there's a question that you have that really intrigued um, the ladies uh, yesterday, and I think it will intrigue and empower our listeners as as they as that question rotates in their mind. Could you could you share that question with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is: Are the people in your circle able to answer your question or answer your call? 
Wow. So are the people in your circle able to answer your call? And that that's that's profound. That's a question that um a lot of people need to ask themselves, to be honest. Uh they 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 are constantly calling on people, but are they the right people? Wow, are they the right people? So basically you're saying you're talking about the people that are in their circle. Mm-hmm. So uh you we and or our audience members you know, you may have people that are in your circle or on your team, but they may not be able to meet the needs or, or meet your call, you know? Not at all. Not at all. So they, they probably, to be honest, shouldn't even be in your Rolodex. Wow. They shouldn't even be an should, option. Shouldn't be an option. <laughs> wow. So, so what we're talking about is let's first start with. When we're, if we're talking about both sides of the bar, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the name of the podcast. If we're talking about both sides of the bar. Let's talk about those people on the outside of the bar first, yeah, right? The family, the members. family members, right? The mothers, the fathers, the sisters, the brothers, the cousins, the mm-hmm. aunts, the friends, the sons, the daughters. Yes, right. The godmothers um, that are coming to visit, that are putting money in the commissary, that are writing the letters that are taking care of the home front. Trying to set everything up for the individuals if they're close to being uh, released. Okay. So they're trying to set everything up. They're trying to also um, make sure that the transition back into society is a smooth one. It's a smooth one. Not just, and, and, and here's what I'll say. Many of them are trying to make sure that the transition it's smooth for the individual coming out mm. that they neglect also making that transition smooth for themselves too. Wow. So what happens? Let, let's look at a real life scenario, Patrick. Mm-hmm. What happens to that that girlfriend or wife that may uh, have children to take care of Yes. while that person is serving their time? Mm-hmm. And they have a circle of individuals around them that are unable, unwilling, unprepared, undedicated to answer those calls. Can you? And, and, and what I can say is, uh, it it adds a burden mm. that sometimes is uh, unbearable on them. Simply because, uh, let's just uh, take for instance, and, and, and this is only a small piece of what uh, they might be carrying. And, and as our podcast grows, I'm pretty sure, and we invite you to actually, you know, give us comments, give us your stories, uh, because they help other people who are also going through the situation. But it also helps those who are not going through the situation develop empathy, Mm. which we all need. So simple case could be this. Take that mother that has the two kids Mm -hmm. and uh, she's married and her husband's incarcerated. So now when tax season come around, Mm. she works a regular job, just a regular job, but it's only one income now. 
Only one. There's only one. Well, well, because she makes over, which is really not a lot. We're yeah. talking somewhere around twenty four thousand to twenty eight thousand. That's not a lot right. of money. Well, she don't rate certain tax breaks. Mm. And and he's incarcerated. He can't help. So therefore, you know, she's trying to not just support her household, mm -hmm. but she's also trying to support his new household too. Because he needs he things, needs he things needs on the inside. Right. She's giving money for the commissary. Mm. You know, if he's asking her for something, mm -hmm. then she's trying to meet those needs too. She's trying to be a good wife. And at the same token, she's trying to carry this load of supporting the kids and everything. And then when she's trying to go to the government for assistance and they start asking all these questions and then they say, well, you make too much money. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you know, uh, uh, you don't rate this one, mm -hmm. you know, and then here he comes. Let's just fast forward to him transitioning out. Well, now he gets a bill, you know, for being incarcerated. Well, the government, done, you know, charge you a dollar and something, or in some cases, some can go up to $7, you know, a day. For being in this establishment. So here's your bill. Mm. Oh you also have this fine. That you have to you know pay in restitution. But I wasn't working. So how am I <laughs> supposed to pay that? Exactly. Right? Well, well here's here's another thing. Here's my question to everybody. If. If I work. For. The institution. Let's just say 12 years. Mm -hmm. Why am I coming out. With a debt anyway. Wow. I'm getting paid pennies. I'm working. Mm -hmm. And you going to give me a bill? Wow. Some 12 people, years of working? Right. Some, but people, some people don't think about that. It, it just, the, the, the balance does not seem fair to me. Mm. The beyond said, I, I don't feel that um, they are putting both individuals on both sides of the bar Uh in a good predicament. Mm. They're on the outside trying to maintain. Mm -hmm. And then on the inside, you know, you're just trying to survive. But at the same token, you're also trying to, you know, uh, make a better you. Mm. And when you come out, you're trying to stay out. But then you get this ton of bricks falling on you. So it's almost sometimes a setup. That's what it feels like. So, when you ask the question, are the people in your circle able to answer the call? I'm thinking that that's we're talking mentally mm. and physically. Yes. Um, do I have someone that can give me a break with the kids mm. once a week? Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm I'm working, um, caring for my kids. I'm feeding my kids. Um, I'm going to church. Uh, maybe volunteering. Mm -hmm. I may be uh, going back and forth to the school. Right. I'm preparing food. All the activities, All activities. the kids have. And um, I need to make those visitation. visitation. So do I have someone in my circle that can physically give me that break? Mm -hmm. Right? An aunt, a friend, a family member that can say, hey... 
I got the kids for you this evening or I have them for you this weekend or I can drive up with you mm. during those visits. Yeah. Right? Because, I, you know, sometimes when we make our visits to the uh, facilities, we see, even yesterday, You're right. we saw loved ones in there, in there trying to go you, see. You know, they're by themselves and they have two, three kids with right. them that are coming to see their loved one um, incarcerated. And that call is also um, information. Because you have to understand that this is not something that people go through every day. Mm. This is not something that, as you're growing up, is taught in school. So this is a new experience for, when I say all parties, mm -hmm. I mean... Um, if it's the individual who is behind bars first time, mm -hmm. then it's a it's a new experience for them. And for the supporting cast on the outside, a lot of times, this is a new experience for them. So therefore, they don't know the answers to the questions, questions. they have. How about this, Patrick? Mm -hmm. Again, when we're talking about are the people in your circle able to answer your call? A lot of people listening may be thinking, well, hell, I don't have a spouse that's involved in criminal activity. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have a son or daughter that's involved in that type of lifestyle. But sometimes people make mistakes, mm -hmm. right? And, and things happen. And, and don't forget there's a lot of innocent people in jail. Innocent people in jail, <laughs> right? And sometimes we have people that have very good jobs, mm -hmm. sometimes government jobs, federal jobs, that uh, may have a son or daughter that makes a mistake or a spouse that makes a mistake, and all of a sudden they find themselves in that situation right. and they're ashamed, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to have this discussion with a fellow employee. Right to let them know that my son, my daughter, or my spouse is now in this situation. It's, it's embarrassing. Right. Yeah. Um, or I may what? not even want to let the people in my church know. Mm. Wow. Which is the, that's, that's um, a powerful statement right there, simply because you, when people uh, think of churches, you think of fellowship and um, inclusion. Mm. But a lot of times, you get shunned even at your church. So what I would like to do, because we have at least two more questions to hit. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like for those of you that are listening to the podcast now, we would like for you to get some pen and paper, mm -hmm. okay? And take some time to write down a list of people mm. in your life that that you can truly count on. Right, right? to answer. To answer the call. The call. Right. And just because these people, just because you may have people in your lives that are your associate, mm -hmm. friends, co-workers, or family members, that doesn't mean they ought to write people to answer the call, <laughs> right? Because yeah. sometimes we can depend on people for the longest time or have right. faith in these people, but they neither have the discipline, the focus, dedication, or loyalty to you to answer the call. Yeah, or the energy. Or the energy. Right? Or the energy. What? So, so here, it, since we, you know, we probably go uh, 
you know what? What we're going to do, we're going to uh, touch on the next question on the next pod. On the next podcast? On the next podcast. Okay. So, so we're going to give y'all time to write down all of those people who you feel can answer your call. And then we want you to truly look at that list and ask that question. And then we want you to store that list somewhere because you never know when you might need it. So this is Patrick Foreman from Returning Citizen Magazine. And this is Luke Wright. Luke Motivates, the author of The Right Thought. And we're signing off on this one. Catch us on our next uh, podcast and you'll catch question number two. And we're going to go in uh, much further depth. So this is uh, us signing off on... Ooh, both sides of, of the, the bars. bars.